Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD and burnout. With us in our virtual studio is uh, David Greenwood. Uh, We're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show um, and write down the secret word of that show and then just email me the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. Do you have questions you'd like to ask someone knowledgeable about ADHD? Chad's National Resource Center Helpline is the only place where you can receive an individualized response from a health information specialist on the full range of issues concerning ADHD. Our English and Spanish-speaking specialists are available Monday through Friday from 1 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time at 866-200-8098. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay, we have uh, David Greenwood in our virtual studio, and we'll get started in a second, but first we'll have Jan introduce him. Yes, Jeff, I'm happy to introduce David Greenwood. David is a writer and a book author. He served in a high-profile public relations role for many years for one of the most recognized brands in the world. He's been in front of more TV cameras than many have in the industry, and he helped get clients' attention from a local newspaper, all the way to national television spots. As the public relations industry changed drastically over the past decade, he now focuses on helping clients navigate the digital world of public relations through writing and content creation. His book, Overcoming Distractions, profiled many successful entrepreneurs around the country who just happened to have ADHD. It allowed him to grow his own personal audience, make connections around the country, and be known as a thought leader in the world of adult ADHD and entrepreneurs. We're glad to have David with us. David, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful that you're coming on the show. You've reached out to me a couple of times. We've done some interviews on some of your podcasts, and I've always enjoyed the conversations. And so uh, it's really it's sparked me. I'm enthusiastic about this this particular conversation. I know that uh, 
it's 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 near and dear to your heart. You've been doing a lot of work on it, and just never thought about it as as a topic for ADHD. And so, I kind of want to begin. What what is burnout um, to you individually, and what have you learned about it in your research? I'll give you the kind of the Reader's Digest version. How I kind of I guess stumbled on this is that, um, you know, I'm I'm a guy who was born in the '60s, and I'm an ADD guy and running a professional business. And um, I, I realized that I was actually going through, I guess, what you'd call a, a classic case of burnout. Um, you know, the COVID has affected people in so many ways. Um, and kind of the factors that kind of contributed to how I was beginning to feel were, you know, I'm running a business out of my house. Um, as you say, you know, we're trying to crank out a podcast every week and educate people about adult ADHD. I get a 15-year-old kid doing classes at the dining room table. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I have my father who had some health issues living with me off and on. And last year, I, um, you know, I was getting tired. I was having some physical symptoms, like everything from digestive symptoms to, believe it or not, like the muscles in my face hurt. And I was just casually saying, man, I'm burnt out, man, I'm burnt out. You know, and I was just saying that for weeks. And then finally, I really just took a step back and said, you know what? I'm actually burned out. This, this isn't just something like where I need like to go, you know, go to the cabin for the weekend and maybe crush a few beers and, you know, and get a hot tub. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm having some trouble here. So, but to kind of answer your question is what I really figured out, and I did a little bit of research, um, and, and that I'll lead you to why I actually started writing this book that's coming out soon, is that I was physically exhausted, I was mentally exhausted, I was checked out, so I was almost like disconnected from business, from even my personal life, um, and I was getting very cynical. And, you know, it, it's interesting because I'm kind of a wise guy to begin with. And, you know, my wife and I sit there and watch TV at night, and I always make fun of the commercials. So I couldn't tell whether that was burnout or just me being cynical. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> it was almost coming to another level where I was just getting cynical. I was beginning to kind of, I wouldn't say despise maybe some of the people around me, but they were just kind of getting on my nerves a little more. Um, a little more than usual. So it was the cynicism, it was the physical and mental exhaustion, and it was just almost feeling disconnected from your kind of everyday life. And if people are feeling that, then they really need to just take a step back and and analyze whether they may be heading towards, you know, burnout or or something that that could get out of control. Have you done? a lot of research on burnout specifically as to what it is and, or, or is it really more focused on your experience? Um, I've done research in the form of interviewing probably about 15 to 18 individuals that okay. have gone through burnout. So what I, de- what I decided to do was like anybody who's kind of having a challenge in their life, you know, what do you do? You hop on Amazon, maybe you look for a couple books or, you know, hop mm-hmm. on the web, and I got a little bit educated. But when I hopped on Amazon, all I could find was, and there was some books up there. There was some short books. 
um, there was clinical books or books on research, but there w- there weren't any books that actually, as I like to put it, kind of street smart, where it actually mm-hmm. talked with people who actually went through burnout. And what I what I thought was, you know, these stories need to be told. And, you know, me as a writer and me, you know, writing the first book in kind of the same mm-hmm. way where I interviewed adults with ADHD, I said, you know, I, I think there's kind of a, a recipe for doing this again, but talking to people who actually went through burnout. Now, in full disclosure, most of these people probably do not have ADHD. That's not where I took this book. But okay. I did find some kind of similarities, and I found a few people that said, oh, yeah, I, I grew up with ADHD. But I really wanted to kind of talk to people. I didn't want to – you know, again, with the first book, I talked to 20 entrepreneurs with ADHD, and then I talked to some experts. And I'm kind of using the same model for this book where I've talked to 15, 18 people that went through burnout. And then, yes, I talked to the experts to kind of round out the prescriptive mm-hmm. part of the book, but mm-hmm. I really want people to relate and say, wow, that's me. That's, I, I, I went through that exact same thing. You know, I was working seven yep. hours a week. I couldn't say no to my boss. So, um, wow. and what I hope is people don't actually get scared reading the book. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I've really, I've, I've really, I've really detailed what people went through. And and I yeah. say right in the beginning of the book, if you have to put this down, fine. But I'm doing it for a reason. I want people yeah. to understand this isn't just like I said. You just need to go hit the lake for the weekend and you know chill out yeah. the camper. So what did you learn in the interviews with the people? Like commonalities, were there differences, nuances? Some of the commonalities that are pretty much everybody are lack of boundaries, the inability to say no. The people-pleasing, which I know people in the ADHD world can totally relate to, because um, I've talked to so many people who just grew up wanting to make people happy. Um, um, you know, So it was the boundaries, it was the people-pleasing, it was the inability to say no. It was um, a lot of people who felt the need to prove themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and interestingly enough, it was a lot of women where they felt they needed to kind of make sure that they – were able to rise up within the workplace of the organization. But those are some of the commonalities. The other commonalities wow. are physical symptoms, like physical symptoms like digestive issues, where I, I can't tell you how many people I talked to where they went to numerous doctors, numerous GI specialists. They went to some of the best hospitals in the world and went through a ridiculous amount of testing and it came back and said, there's nothing wrong with you. When they finally figured out that they were burned out and started to take care of themselves and started to do things like meditate or even quit their job, their digestive issues went away. So so those are wow. some of the commonalities that I found in almost everybody. But everybody's wow. burnout story was different. Wow. So I'm hearing a lot of what you said People pleasing, not saying no, not putting up boundaries, and really not taking care of yourself. Am I reading into that? It's really more all about them and taking care of them as opposed to yourself, or am I misinterpreting that? Well, I'll tell you, it's it's a hard lesson, I think, for many to <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it's a hard lesson for many to learn because um, we always maybe want to blame our boss that they made us work 
60 hours mm-hmm. a week or coming in the weekends or bust our butt to get a project done over the weekend and or as entrepreneurs maybe we blame our, our clients for not treating us properly or um, bugging us on a Sunday night or on the reverse ignoring our repeated phone calls but we let people do it we trained mm-hmm. people how to treat us and I know mm-hmm. that is a really hard pill for a lot of people to swallow it was hard for me to swallow I wanted to blame everybody for the way I was feeling, but wow. we let it happen to us. Um, wow. And it, it's a rude awakening. We don't, we don't have to let anybody treat us poorly. We don't have to do it. You know, we, we, we get a job. We didn't sign up for 70 hours a week. I mm-hmm. mean, but we let our boss continue to do it to us. We let mm-hmm. it happen. Wow. Tell you what, let's let's go to break because yeah. to come back. I want to kind of just share um, an experience that I've had coaching, and we'll kind of con- kind of continue this conversation. Everybody, um, to learn more about David, go to his uh, website, OvercomingDistractions.com. Now, David, when your new book comes out on this, will they be able to access it from that website, or do they need to go to like Amazon or something? Uh, yeah, I mean, there'll be a link to Amazon, so it is coming okay. out soon. I'm rounding the corner. I'm finishing up, but yeah, they'll be able to find it right there. Again, everybody, it's OvercomingDistractions.com. Our secret word tonight is burnout. Again, our secret word is burnout. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with David Greenwood um, having a conversation about ADHD and burnout. Um, and David's actually writing a book on the, on the topic right now, and I found it fascinating, you know, the interviews that you had as you described it. One of the things that I do when I'm coaching people with ADHD is in a discovery session, I ask them like lots of questions like, what's your, what are your strengths? What are your passion? What's your motivation? What are you most pleased and proud of how to accomplish? And, and who do you admire? And what I do is I'm not listening to the answers to those questions. I'm listening to what all the answers have in common. And what's interesting to me is often I'll find what's in common is people, what's in common is, is the need for affirmation or, or to be noticed. As a coach, I'm all about the aha. It's funny when I'm coaching somebody, they have an aha. I'll admit it's really all about me, not that particular individual, because it feels good when somebody has an epiphany on something like that. And I'm reflecting on, back on that day because there's a lot of people with ADHD that I talk about that are they're like that. They want that, and they have a hard time saying no to anybody. They say yes to everything, and they kind of overload their plate. So it's a separate conversation, but I can see how those traits could lead somebody into this particular position where they actually kind of get to that burnout stage. Um, and it's, it's like one of those things I heard uh, a Mark Twain quote, how do you go broke really slowly? And then all of a sudden, 
Um, it's kind of like it sounds like potentially those are the ADHD. You could be a people pleaser, and you can get the burnout really slow, and all of a sudden it hits like almost overnight, and then you get into some of these physical symptoms we talked about. So any thoughts on that? Anything you'd like to add? Yeah, I mean, again, you know, you, you just said it, and I mentioned it a few minutes ago, is that we have uh, a real hard time saying no, and it's not only to other people, but it's it's also to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, um, you, you know, like, like those, the, you know, the classic ADD, you know, kind of impulsive behaviors, you know, which, which I think can actually rack up. One thing mm-hmm. that... Um, that I don't think a lot of people would link to it. And I spent uh, a chapter on this and, and I didn't give a time management lesson, but we talked a lot about time management because, because if you can't manage your time properly and you take meetings here, there, and you plug holes here, there, and you don't have kind of a system for, for managing your week um, and the ability to say no, then that is going to be another huge factor in burnout. So when somebody says, mm-hmm. hey, can you meet Monday at 8 a.m.? Well, you know what? Mondays for 8 to 12, I, I do this type of thing or that type mm-hmm. of thing. And, you know, it's, it's your ability to, to, to make sure that you manage your schedule properly. You say no. I mean, it, sometimes you just mm-hmm. can. I totally get that. We're living in the real world. But mm-hmm. if you're just plugging holes and saying yes to everybody, then you get to Friday afternoon and you're like, I have no idea what I got done at my job for the entire week yep. because I couldn't say no to people. I just plugged holes, you know? And then that makes you tired and exhausted because now you've got a pile of work on your desk. Your boss mm-hmm. is yelling at you. Your clients are yelling at you. So, so saying no comes in everything from ask, you know, being asked to volunteer for a Little League fundraiser it's also saying no to interfering with how you may have organized your schedule. Yep. And I think when we smooth out our time management and only control what we say yes to, then we're not so exhausted by the end of the week. So, uh, yeah, I want to throw something, just a thing in. You know, I was grateful on uh, your uh, podcast to do a thing on working memory and I want to just a distinction in my observation coaching is time management we think of time management we think of like calendars and scheduling things to week one of the challenges of ADHD is um, visualizing time in your head being able to create that picture and understanding the extent so when you say yes to something sometimes people don't actually think about all that's involved in that yes so part of time management is actually not just managing time, but actually stopping and thinking of everything that's required because, as you can imagine, most people are going to underestimate the amount of time something's going to require when they do say yes. So just to, to bring that back to like a working memory part of the ADHD. So, David, you said you went through like this physical fatigue and kind of burnt mental type stuff. How did that impact you and what did you do to kind of work your way out of it? So, yeah, so I, it, it's interesting because stress is, you know, it, it's like you get tired and then it goes to the body and then you get tired. So it keeps going back and forth. And, and I found this in other people too I talked to where, for example, you know, I would, I would get stomach aches. And it wasn't, you know, and it, it wasn't like you had the flu or you were hungry. It was just this weird kind of stomach ache. And then I would get headaches and then my neck would hurt. Um, and, and there was this kind of this vicious circle and, and it's your body telling you that, hey, dude, 
you're stressed out. <laughs> you know, things things aren't going right. We're, we're trying to warn you, but you're not listening. And this just this keeps going back and forth. And that's that's what happened to me, and that's what happened to other people. Um, some of the things, and I've always kind of gone to the gym because that's that's my you know, that's my medication, so to speak. You know, that, that's my dopamine. So mm-hmm. I, I always have tried to go to the gym. But I, I've, I've been a little more uh, religious about it where I just, I have to go to the gym. I have to um, make sure that I get this in. Even if I'm tired, I have to go. Um, I started doing a little bit of meditation uh, because I did talk to a number of people that, thought it was a game changer. And when we, we've always talked about meditation in the ADHD world, but when we're talking about burnout, even if it's five minutes in the morning, uh, mm-hmm. just to chill out, sit in a quiet room. Um, uh, some people thought it was, it was an enormous benefit because it allowed them to actually process thoughts. So mm-hmm. in, you know, I think when you're in burnout, you don't understand what's going on. You can't process thoughts methodically. Um, your emotions are getting in the way. When you can force yourself to just slow down and stop, then your mind starts to begin to uh, be more aware of what's going on and you can solve problems. You know, I'm not a huge uh, meditation guy where I sit up on top of the mountain or I meditate yep. in an hour. I found quick little five-minute meditation routines on Spotify you put your AirPods in, you click it, it just chills you out for five minutes. Some of them are guided. Um, so that's, I mean, whether you have ADHD mm-hmm. or burnout or both, I think mm-hmm. some of those can just slow you down for five minutes. The other thing I did, which we just alluded to, I, you know, I color-coded the crap out of my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> my, my outlook has got so many colors in it. It's block-off days. It's you know, uh, you know, green for uh, afternoon things with my son or block off entire days or time frames. And I really try very hard to stick with that. So um, I use uh, online calendar system for various meetings. I, you know, really try and, and follow that. Um, and it's it just, so I think getting, getting to calm down, getting to take care of my body and getting mm-hmm. to, control my life a little better was was some of the things that I did to kind of just kind of get through this. There's so many other things, but uh, that that I would obviously recommend to somebody. Just bringing some some observational comments in here. The first one that is interesting to me is we did an interview with Dr. Roberto Olivardi a couple months ago on interoceptive awareness. That's the ability to kind of notice, to feel hunger in your body. Like he described as a child, he struggled with it. He's sitting there squirming, right? Like he's got to go to the bathroom, but he wasn't even aware of it. Like his mom would walk in and say, hey, you're trying to go to the bathroom? And it's only that moment that somebody said something. He was aware of his body and the fact that he had needed to go to the bathroom for a period of time. People with ADHD sometimes struggle with interceptive awareness and to kind of feel that. Not everybody, but the other part of this is is you get into that automatic brain, the doing, 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 doing. And I'm hearing a lot of what you did is like I got to go to the gym, I got to meditate, I got to pause, and I got to bring my thinking brain into my world. Like, hey, if I'm going to go to the gym, I got to take care of myself. I'm going to stop and meditate and think about what I'm doing to be present, to cop code, to, to kind of step out of yourself, as I described, you know. When I'm talking about that old saying, you know, you can't see the forest for the trees, is a lot of times 
people with ADHD, they're in the trees and they're, they're trying to figure out where they're going. Sometimes you have to come out and take a look at the forest and say, oh, I'm in the lower left corner. I want to get to the upper left corner. And then you go back into it. So now you have some direction before you're just spinning around, but you're backing up. And that self-awareness of here's where I am, this is where I'm going, this is how I'm getting there. So I'm just kind of translating a little bit of what you're saying into some, some, some of the ADD stuff. And I can see how you're starting to reclaim some of your life, but just by being present with it. Is that, would you say that that, or would you like to add anything to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I think we lose that self-awareness. We get mm-hmm. so bogged down uh, with living like day to day. We don't think they're, is any way out of it, um, you know, and to bring that to another level, you got, I talked to people for the book that, you know, they were in a career. They didn't know how to do anything else. They, they couldn't even think of at first leaving their job because they were like, well, what am I going to do? This is all I've ever done, you mm-hmm. know, for a career. Um, but, but yeah, they, they had to really just pump the brakes and start to kind of figure out, um, you know, do I want to do this a year from now? Do I want to do this three years from now? I've said that to myself. You know, I've really mm. taken a step back and said, do I want to run around like this when I'm 70? And the answer yeah. is no. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I'll, I'll give you a quick, you know, kind of personal is uh, story is, um, you know, and, and I've, I've been through, I think, two major, I guess, bouts of burnout. One was in the late 90s when I owned a restaurant. Um, And it was in one of the wealthiest communities outside of Boston. So the place had a line at the door day and night, which was awesome. But I also had trouble getting help. So I finally decided after almost going to the emergency room um, that I couldn't live like this anymore. I developed a plan because I, I was a franchise and I still had like eight months left on my contract with the, owning the restaurant with the franchiser. So I developed a plan. I hit the pause button. I said, this is how I'm going to operate over the next seven to eight months. And then I'm unloading this place. And mm-hmm. that's what I did. Wow. My more recent experience with burnout is I was a traditional public relations guy. And I've talked about this you know, <laughs> numerous times on overcoming distractions is that I was, I was the guy that had the Rolodex of TV producers, and I could put CEOs and TV studios and all sorts of publications, you know, and then some knucklehead invented social media, <laughs> which changed <laughs> the whole public relations industry, uh, you know? So yeah. I found myself doing, you know, instead of two or three things for clients, eight or ten things for clients. Uh, and mm-hmm. the industry changed. I not only uh, – I, I not only was doing things I didn't want to do, but I was bored. Um, yeah. And that's part of it, too. Maybe you just don't like what you're doing anymore. Maybe you mm-hmm. just, I was, I didn't, you know, I opened a PR firm, um, you know, in early 2000. And it, you know, what public relations came to be is not what I signed up for when I opened my firm. It's different. Mm-hmm. And I didn't enjoy going to work anymore. Mm-hmm. So, um, wow. so that's part of it, too. So wow. it's not just it's just not working seventy hours a week for a controlling boss. You could actually be in a and this relates to ADHD. You may be just doing something you don't like anymore. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Let's let's go to break. Everyone, you've got to go check out David's uh, website, um, uh, OvercomingDistractions.com. Listen to his podcast. 
Uh, he's got several that are favorites of mine. <laughs> um, activating working memories. <laughs> By the way, he's a great interviewer. He, like he always kind of brings out the best in his guests. I always have a lot of like admire that. Um, also, check out his website or stay tuned to that because hopefully this book will be coming out pretty soon. Our secret word tonight is burnout. Again, our secret word is burnout. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with David Greenwood from Overcoming Distraction. Uh, dot com uh, podcast website PR uh, just great guy check out his website um, when, I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, careers and boredom um, one of the things I always I remember as a child is going out and building a snowman or being in the sandbox and kind of building a city and one of the things that was interesting to me is that whenever we did that as kids there was a lot of work getting all together and then it would be done and then I noticed it within 30 seconds we'd wreck everything and I, those experiences kind of reflected me. It's about the journey to get there, not always to get there. Even my son was on a soccer club. Um, he won the U16 National U.S. Championship, like 10,000 clubs. They won it at the end. And, you know, there was a celebration for like, you know, 45 minutes and it was over with. Then we're on the plane you know, the next day. And again, sometimes we go and go and go. And sometimes you can just get bored on something. The other thing, too, is a lot of jobs change. I came out of college. I was uh, working in Manhattan for Aetna Insurance back in the day, selling group life, dental health insurance, et cetera, pensions, investments, and all kinds of things. And it was very much a business where you're out and about, entertaining, getting to know people. I was probably in the office like two days, but running around the other three days and a lot of exposure. I went through that, got my MBA, left the insurance business, and came back in like 2003. And it was interesting to me, David, because the industry had changed substantially. And the job had changed. It was much more of a computer thing yeah. behind the desk. And I found myself not really being engaged. I, I was The title was still the same. The intent was still the same. But the environment and the manager it was delivered had completely changed. And I found I was getting burnt out in that just because it was no longer exciting. It was more rote. More, and I think often jobs change. And I'm ref- what's triggering this is your description of a PR of, of how that all, all kind of changed. And so I do think that, that there's a piece of boredom that can lead to that and which is a bit of a challenge for people with ADHD. Anything you'd like to add or, or, or say about that? Yeah. I mean, I, I completely agree. Um, you know, I don't, most of the people I interview for the book 
were more overworked um, mm-hmm. as opposed to boredom. But yeah, I mean, I mean, we see we see this in the ADHD community all the time, where um, I, I hate to say it, but you know, some of us are job hoppers, <laughs> okay, <laughs> or we just you know we just get bored and and just decide you know what this isn't for me anymore. Um, but the, the where the problem lies is if we continue to show up for work day after day in something that just doesn't thrill us anymore. Uh, you know, I always have a phrase, um, you know, find your dopamine. And what I, what I mean by that is that there are certain things you need to find that are going to wake you up in the morning. You know, and one of them is a job. You know, when you're burnt out or you hate your job, all you do is pull the covers over your head in the morning. You don't want to get up. You don't want to go to work. You go to work miserable. And yep. that, that leads to burnout. So for adults with ADHD, if you are actually bored with your job, I think it's something where you need to talk with somebody like, like yourself or somebody who might mm-hmm. specialize um, in career development and say, all right, you know, before this becomes a problem, let's kind of chart your next move and mm-hmm. see what you might want to do for a living. Um, mm-hmm. Because that that is ultimately showing up to work day after day, miserable, angry, cynical is going to burn you out. So yep. yeah, so we get bored. I don't think it's you know I think I said in in my first book I said you, you know you could have called me a job hopper, but it's almost like experience. Like I've had four or five careers. I'm not ashamed of them. I've learned a lot. You know mm-hmm. I've learned a lot about different careers. It's kept me interested. When I'm done with one career, I move on. This current situation is a little different because, you know, the the, the industry has fundamentally changed, and I know all mm-hmm. the industries change. Um, but but yeah, I mean, you know, if if you're bored, um, I think it's time to to yep. you know meet with a coach or somebody and see what's our next Absolutely. move. Absolutely. So it's interesting. We're on here big fan of Dr. Russell Barkley's um, executive function construct and explains so much. So we're talking about the word burnout and those experiences, but we go back to it's about pausing, right, stepping back and having the self-awareness of looking what's kind of going on. You know, I kind of alluded to some people with ADHD, they get a, they like affirmation, they like, they like attention, so they have a tendency to say yes, 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 and do, 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 do for people to be looked at and admire or to be people pleasers, and they have a hard time saying no. That's a self-regulation, the, the ability to stop and pause, down-regulate your emotions and, and, and say no. But there's also the thinking side where you have to stop and actually be aware of what you're doing and think about being present. Again, we can see a lot of ADD that's kind of showing up here. The thing that's – the trigger is like when you get to that point of burnout, when you're physically – and mentally exhausted and cynical, it's a good sign that you've gone a little bit too far and really often uh, maybe step out, get somebody to kind of help you or take it seriously. Because to me, if you, if you stay burned out for a really long period of time, and, and I'm not saying there's any research. This is just a Jeffism observation or, or information is it can lead to depression and a lot of other things. So it's almost like catch this, realize what's going on, listen to the things that David has described, and go back to yourself because I can sit, you know, now we start to hear this whole self-care start to come in. Take care of yourself first in order to kind of get to where you're going. So, again, real ADD issue kind of wrapped up in here. Um, Close, any yeah. other things that you've learned or any thoughts or insights to share? Well, you know, I, you mentioned the pause button, and, you know, I, I was careful in the book to, you know, name this chapter 
you know, pump the brakes because, mm-hmm. you know, you'll, you'll take the speeding car, for example, which is always used in the ADD world, yep. is that if you slam on the brakes in a speeding car, you could end up out of control, <laughs> rolling over, or worse. And, and I think it's important that, you know, we pump the brakes. Maybe we slow down kind of gradually and begin that self-awareness piece. But, you know, I, I've been telling people, I've got kind of six things that I really want people to do if they're feeling burned out, um, you know, and I think the first thing is talk to somebody, talk to your husband, talk to your wife, a best friend, um, talk to somebody like Jeff, or if you are really feeling down, you know, maybe find a therapist that can help you work, work through this mm-hmm. or both. But I think it's important. We keep, we keep this stuff in us. So it's important for us to, just get it out. Get it out in the mm-hmm. open. Talk to somebody that you trust. I mean, the second thing, like I said, just go to the gym. If you don't have a gym membership, go get one. You can get one for 10 bucks a month. Just yep. go. Go buy some sweatpants. Go walk on a treadmill. <laughs> Do something, you know. Or, yep. you know what, go take a walk down the bike trail. I mean, yep. you've got to do something. You've got to get out of your own get head uh, just for a little bit. I know all us ADHDers aren't going to like this, but sit still for 30 minutes. And I don't mean meditating. I mean, just you know, go sit somewhere, go sit in a quiet room, go down in your basement, sit somewhere that's maybe quiet, you don't hear the traffic, just sit there and chill for as long as you can, 30 minutes, just wind your body and your brain down as much as you can. Again, I know us ADHD, like it. so like, yeah, okay, that's yep. easy for you to say, <laughs> <laughs> but just do what you, you know, what's funny yep. is I used to, when I used to go to meetings in Boston and, uh, you know, like these networking meetings, I would drive, I'd have to park in a parking garage, and I would go down to the bottom level, and this is, and you're talking, you know, 50 or 100 feet into the ground, and I would sit there in the parking garage for like 20 minutes in my car, because you have any idea how quiet it is down there? Oh, yeah, it's so <laughs> quiet. Oh, yeah. I know it sounds nuts, but it's just like, you might hear a car door slam or what have you, so... A um, wow. couple other quick things. Book a weekend away. It doesn't have to be next weekend, but just go get on the get on the internet and just go find a hotel. Who cares where it is? Maybe it's an hour away. Get a cheap hotel, hundred bucks a night or something. Just go there. Go hang out in the pool. Go sit at the bar. Mm-hmm. Have a beer. Do something. Mm-hmm. Just get out of your house and just chill out. Like I said, get better with time management. Work with somebody like Jeff. Okay, and you know just. Say no to one thing. So in the next seven days, if you're feeling burned out, say no to one thing. doesn't matter what it is. Just get good at saying no. So just to reiterate, uh, talk to somebody. Talking out loud with somebody is really ADD friendly because for people not to talk, not to think, is so to talk to your situations, to actually externalize it, all explained by Dr. Barkley's model, so big fan of that. Jim, if we could put exercise in a pill, it would be the ADD uh, drug of the century. So get it out and move. Get your body moving. You know, just how much exercise should you do? The amount that you will do. So get out and make that happen. Sitting still for 30 minutes. Totally, like just you got to get out of the racing mind. you got to get away from those distractions and just sit there to be present for a period of time. Um, we talk about meditation, mindfulness. All, you know, all roads lead back to that at some point in time. So just carving that stuff out. Yeah, you might feel like you're crawling out of your skin at first, but it's a great idea. Just getting detached for a weekend. I know – I can't take a vacation in my house because there's too many things I feel the pressure to do. I can only relax if I get away from it all. And so just to get away 
we did an interview with a, a woman that I, I, I coached years ago, and she said she went on a date with herself on the weekend. She just went and just tried to enjoy herself to get away. Um, managing your time, becoming aware of, of the cause and effect, and then you know the, the idea of saying no to one thing. I, often I tell people is think about everything you say yes and be conscious of what you're saying no to. Like I'm going to go with you to lunch on Friday. If I'm doing that, what, okay, what was I going to do on Friday? But if you can't link those two together, just consciously try to say no. All this is about awareness in order to kind of regain control of you and your attention to make that happen. So all great, great insight, great advice. David, appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. No, thank you for having me. I think this is, you know, especially over the past couple of years with COVID, uh, this may be another contributing factor where people's lives have been completely disrupted and they don't know where to turn and it might have bubbled their burnout to the surface. So, yeah. Absolutely. Our secret word tonight is burnout. Again, our secret word is burnout. So, everybody, go check out uh, David's podcast, OvercomingDistractions.com. Again, go check it out. Listen to his podcast. Uh, he's a great interview. got great information. got great information. Get the books up there. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Catch us next week for another one. Take care.